Welcome to another episode of Should You Take That Case with your host, Lisa Wade, your friendly neighborhood legal nurse consultant, owner of Wade Nurse Consultants, and creator of our private LinkedIn community, the Attorney Medical Record Resource Group. That is where we get all of our stellar attorney guests. The goal of our show is to be a resource for legal professionals who pursue medical cases by sharing their experience and insights as defense or as plaintiff attorneys. You can catch prior episodes at www.wadenurseconsultants.com slash blog on LinkedIn and on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. Now here's the host of Should You Take That Case, Lisa Wade. Hello, hello. Welcome, everyone, to Medical Monday and another episode of Should You Take That Case? Welcome. And the goal of our show is to be a resource for legal professionals who pursue medical cases by sharing experiences and insights as defense or plaintiff attorneys. It's me, your host, Lisa Wade, legal nurse consultant, owner of Wade Nurse Consultants, and oh, there, Wade Nurse Consultants. And I am also the creator of our attorney medical record resource group, our special private LinkedIn group. That's where we get all our spectacular attorney guests. We use this as an opportunity to get to know one another. And we're going to do that today with our repeat guest, Aaron Hicks. Yes. And we'll do that in just a few moments. But first, let's scoot over to our comment section and take a peek, see if anybody is visiting us live today. If you're catching us on the replay, still fantastic. Thank you for spending your time with us. And if you are an attorney and you are watching us today, please put an A in that comment box so we can say hello, know who you are. And if you are a part of Women Owned Law, put a W in that chat so we can know you're here. Women Owned Law, a wonderful organization. It is a groundbreaking group created to connect and advance women legal entrepreneurs. And Women Owned Law is also having a membership drive. If you are a new member, you're coming on board, by the 15th of November, you get $50 off your membership fee. So I'm going to put in the comments and chat section there. Uh, there it is. The link to women owned law. Feel free to take a peek and join up if it looks like a good fit for you. Now, today we are going to. Like I said, have our repeat guest, Aaron Hicks. Let me introduce him to you. Aaron Hicks is a civil trial attorney and founder of Hicks Law Firm, where he represents plaintiffs in personal injury cases, 
resulting in traumatic brain injuries, catastrophic injuries, complex regional pain syndrome, and wrongful death. Originally from Nashville, Tennessee, Mr. Hicks now resides in Orange County, California, and handles cases all over California and Tennessee. Mr. Hicks is an executive officer of the Orange County Trial Lawyers Association, where he serves as secretary and will be president in three years from now. Mr. Hicks has been selected to super lawyers for 2020, 2021, and 2022. Best lawyers in 2021 and 2022, and also as a as an AV preeminent rating, has an AV preeminent rating from Martindale Hubble. And now I bring back to you, Aaron Hicks. Hey, Aaron. Hey. Welcome back. You, it's been since the springtime you've been here. I know. Uh, yay. I'm glad to have you back. And I appreciate you spending your precious time with us today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, here I go. Just trying to find out all the news that's that's fit to, to tell. Could you tell me what three or more kinds of changes have happened for you personally or professionally since your last appearance? Tell us all about it. Wow. OK. Uh, personally, let me think. Well, you know, uh, we went to Hawaii in September. That was the first vacation that I, I've taken in about two years. So uh, just starting my new practice back in January of 2020. And with COVID, I wasn't able to travel. So that was a lot of fun uh, going to Hawaii. We went to Kauai. It was great. Uh, as far as professionally, still status quo. I have uh, we're growing. I'm hiring folks now. We have em more employees coming on board. Um taking on some more cases in uh, Tennessee now, uh, where primarily when I, when I first started my firm, most of the cases were in California, but I seem to be getting a lot of cases out of Nashville recently. So doing a little bit, you know, newer cases there, but pretty much the same stuff as I was doing the last time I was here. Mm -hmm. Well, how I, do you surf? Did, did you? No, I, no. I, 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 uh, I grew up in Tennessee, so we didn't have oceans and, you know, I grew up around lakes um, but I did take surfing lessons back when I was, I think, 35, uh, and I loved it and promised myself I was going to get a surfboard and, and drive to the beach every morning and go surfing, and I never did. So, <laughs> I, I haven't, uh, so I haven't surfed in about 10 years, but no, I don't surf. Oh, all right. All right, then. Yeah. Th hey. <laughs> It's always good to have a goal. That was enough for me. <laughs> Next question. What keeps you happy and intrigued and interested in the law that you're practicing? You know, I, I think I may have talked about this on the last show. It's been so long, but I, I just really enjoy helping people. Um, People come to me for um, issues that they're dealing with. People from uh, high school that I, you know, people that I grew up with, people from college, people from law school, even. And I just really like helping people. Um, sometimes the cases, I'll take a case that's very small, but I just really like the client. I like their the person themselves, and I want to help them because 
oftentimes, um, especially in my field, we get paid on a contingency basis uh, the majority of the time. So the amount of attorney fees that we receive are based upon the size of the case. So oftentimes the smaller cases, the client may have a tough time finding a lawyer to assist them because it's not worth the the lawyer or the client's uh, worthwhile to take that case. So oftentimes I'll take a case just because I really like the client mm-hmm. um, and Sometimes I'll, I'll do a pro bono. Sometimes I'll just make a very small fee or just greatly reduce my fee because I like the client. I like I want to help them. Um, so that keeps me going and doing what I do every day. I'm, I'm here uh, really just for my clients to serve them. Um, I, I love talking about the law. I uh, I'm kind of a law nerd. Uh, and if I go out to uh, an event where there's not uh, lawyers that I know and I run into one, I usually uh, gravitate towards that lawyer and we start talking about cases and the law. Um, so uh, we're a different breed of people. But, uh, you know, when we see one of our own, we kind of eye each other. Um, I was at a um, football game last night. The, the uh, Tennessee Titans played the Los Angeles Rams. And I happened to run into an attorney, a personal injury attorney there that practices in Kentucky. And so um, he, you know, we, we exchanged information and I told him if he needs any help in Tennessee, I'm ha- happy to assist him. And I now have a connection in K- Kentucky. I can send cases that way as well. But, um, you know, I just really enjoy what I do. Um, it's there's really no, you know, great answer other than I love what I do and I love helping my clients. Oh, well, it's it's they're lucky. It sounds like you, you take cases big or small I and <laughs> yeah, and nothing wrong with being a little bit of a legal nerd. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> yeah, I, my, my, my wife doesn't like me to come home and talk about law all day. But, you know, when I get around the other lawyers, it's fine. So, uh, well, it's OK here. <laughs> sure, <laughs> It's OK. <laughs> And next, what kind of cases have you been involved in, in that maybe have any medical records uh, recently that you pursued or bypassed? Anything like that come up since we last talked? Yeah, I'm primarily, I would say 99%, maybe 95% of my cases involve medical records because I do plaintiff's personal injury law. And so I most of the cases I have do have medical records there on occasion. I'll have a wrongful death case, which is usually the, um, you know, a family member's claim. And that in that particular scenario, I would not present medical records or bills because the claim is to the heir, not of the decedent. So um, some of the cases, I, I still get calls a lot on medical malpractice cases, which I do not practice. And I like to be the, you know, most people's kind of go-to attorney to, uh, even if I can't help them, I know somebody in the area that I can refer them to. And so I tell everybody, just call me. If you have an issue, call me. If I can't help you, I'll find you someone. So I get, I've had some medical malpractice cases continue to come in. I have a couple friends of mine that do that area of law and I'll just send it over to them. Most of the medical malpractice uh, firms have a doctor on staff that will review the records to see if it's, you know, fell below the standard of care for that physician. But yeah, most of the cases I work on have medical records. Um, I was able also to, 
thankfully utilize your services. Um, as you know, we worked together on a case and it was very beneficial and eye opening. Uh, I, you know, when you, when you're a solo practitioner, we t- I think I talked about this last time, but just going through medical records is just, it's very time consuming. Mm-hmm. And just to be able to shift that over to someone else to have them do that for you and uh, have them summarize that, they're just very easy to go through and read rather than try to flip through a thousand, you know, hospital pages. So, uh, yeah, just, um, you know, you did a great job and, I, you know, I, I continue to want to use you and keep you on my, my roster. So. Well, thank you. It was my my pleasure. Definitely. Anytime that I can decipher any uh, any nuisance of medical records for you, the whole volume of voluminous record, I, I can hopefully condense it into something, you know, bite sized in yep. human language. <laughs> Better you than me. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't take me as long. <laughs> so I'm glad I could be of help. Yeah. And uh, finally, I want to know what, if anything, have you learned, particularly over the last 12 months or so, that has changed you or the way you run your practice? I think, um, you know, I, I've really learned that you can really work from anywhere. Um, I tend to work out of my house a lot more now than I used to. Um, and all you need is a laptop, some Wi-Fi, and you can connect anywhere. Um, when I when I was in Hawaii in September, I would wake up every morning. I'd go out on the patio with my coffee, my laptop staring at the ocean, and I was sending emails and talking to adjusters and opposing counsel, and they had no idea where I was. So I think one of the biggest... Uh, things that I've learned and I really enjoy is, you know, as long as you don't have a trial date coming up soon, you can pretty much work wherever you want to. You can go take vacations knowing that you need to probably take your computer with you, but that's part of it. I mean, I just, that's, that's one of the, the best things that I've learned. And, and I guess one of the positives to the shutdowns um, is people have learned how to communicate by zoom and, uh, you know, do everything paperless. That's another thing that I've really tried to implement at my firm is to go paperless. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to use cloud-based software. Mm-hmm. Uh, with my legal assistant, I can share documents with her through Dropbox, through email, however it's done. We have a case management software and it's all just goes to a cloud. It's very easy to share. I can remember the days when I used to go into mediations or depositions and I would just take, you know, a dolly with five, six boxes, banker boxes full of files, you know, for no reason. You, you didn't need to pull a file out and flip through it. Now I just click on my computer and it's at my fingertips. Mm-hmm. So I think that the lawyers have learned to adapt to becoming paperless, becoming cloud-based, and I think they're more and more are getting into it. I think it's it's harder for some of the the older guys. But I when I started my practice, I'm, I made that a focus, and I'm really glad that I did because it's uh, it makes my life easier to have everything at my fingertips. Mm-hmm. 
Definitely. Yeah. Technology has definitely changed so much. And uh, oh, I am grateful for less paper myself. Yeah. I mean, another, another thing is uh, keep your overhead as low as possible. Yeah. A lot of these big firms had these huge offices and, and I've seen a lot of them just downsize and they'll just they'll go to a smaller space, have their associates and their legal staff work off site. You don't have to be in a big office building anymore. Um, mm-hmm. So it, there's lots of different options for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we work together. I'm in Pennsylvania. You're on the other side of the country, right. in California. And right. I think it went speedier than, than some of these cases I've had right around the corner. So <laughs> I think I think it was like you said, a, a boon, technology boon. <laughs> so yeah. uh, things are moving a little bit faster for sure. Yeah. Thankfully, the uh, the courthouses are coming back open here. The um, the judges, you know, obviously you have to wear a mask inside the courthouses and the judges themselves are also utilizing video technology a lot more than they used to. So I don't think if this you know, I, I hate to keep talking about COVID, right? But we're going to be talking about it forever. But I think that it really just opened everyone's eyes, even the courts. The courts, I don't think that this video appearances would have ever taken place in a courthouse. And now they're realizing that it's, it causes more traffic. It causes, you know, parking problems at the courthouse, uh, more staff at the courthouse, shuffling people in and out of the security lines. They, they've realized that it's cheaper and easier to have people appear uh, remotely when you can't, obviously, obviously during a, a jury trial or a, a motion hearing, you need to be in person. But if it's just a routine case management conference or just a quick appearance that can simply done, be done by video, you don't need to be in the courthouse anymore. Excellent. Excellent. Oh, well, I, you're not the only one that's learned that. <laughs> and uh, I think it is working out a, a little bit better. Better for the environment. Talk about you know <laughs> less well, less of a carbon uh, uh, imprint. <laughs> so yeah, I, I remember uh, like right when the the shutdowns occurred, downtown Los Angeles about three days after was just crystal clear, <gasps> um, and it, I'd never seen that before. And now I was just there yesterday. You drive in, the smog is back. It's it, there's people are back on the roads. Unfortunately, it was great when I could just get on the freeway and you know, have no traffic and and now it's coming back. (laughs) Ah, well, (laughs) yeah, that's, that's, this is the hard part, but, uh, you know, uh, a lot of good steps technology wise, I think are still going to hang on. Yes. Agreed. Well, Aaron, it's been wonderful having you back again. Are we going to do this at another time? I'll come back as uh, many times as you invite me to. <laughs> that sounds good. That sounds good. But do you have time for uh, just a uh, a little quick Q&A? Uh, sure. Anybody that's out there that has any questions for Aram, get ready. Put them into the comments box and, and he'll answer them right away. And while you're getting those questions together, I'm going to have what we call a small commercial break and talk to you a little bit about Wade Nurse Consultants. Everyone is not always completely clear about what legal nurse consultants do. So I'll make it clear for you today at Wade Nurse Consultants. It's all about review, research and roadmaps. 
When we review medical records, we summarize and translate that information into human language, easily understood by judges and juries. When we research, we complete medical literature searches regarding topics attorneys may not be familiar with or need more in-depth details about. And we create roadmaps for injured clients in the form of life care plans, detailing their future medical needs over their lifetimes, including estimated costs of that care. And to recap, legal nurse consultants at Wade Nurse Consultants, it's all about review, research, and roadmaps. Now, Schedule a 15 or 20 minute medical case strategy call by clicking the calendar link you're going to find in the description box of this YouTube channel so we can chat. And now, without further ado, back to Aaron's Q&A. Let's take a peek, Aaron, see if we have any questions in our comments. Not yet, but <laughs> not yet. But as, as always, if anybody's watching, catching us on the replay and you have a question for Aaron inside the description box of this YouTube channel, you'll find his contact information and feel free to reach out to him to answer any of those burning questions you have for him. Does that sound right, Aaron? It, that is right. I'm happy to answer any questions. And um, I also am, I'm happy to give a recommendation for, for Lisa on what a great job she did for me in my case. And so I'm happy to if any of the attorneys want to reach out to me and, and speak to me about your work product, I'm happy to give you a glowing review because you did a, you did a great job. Thank you. You 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 are wonderful yourself and very easy to work with. Oh, thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, it doesn't look like we have any questions for you today, but that contact information is in our YouTube description box for this channel. And people feel free to reach out to Aaron and get all of your questions answered. So I think we're winding up now, Aaron. <laughs> Is that all right? Do you have no. anything else on your mind that you want to spill? No, I'm, I'm happy to come back uh, at any time. So, you know, you need uh, somebody last minute, you call me, I'll, I'll be on here. Absolutely. Oh, that is good news because we've had a few uh, missing in action folks, but uh, you know, things happen all the time. So thank you for, for putting yourself out there. And, uh, I may, uh, may call you on one of those days <laughs> for sure. So, yeah, thanks, uh, thanks for having me so much. Thank you. Thanks for being here. So right. we're winding up. Let me just give everybody a reminder to like our show and subscribe to this channel. Uh, or if you have any burning legal nurse consultant questions, feel free to reach me at lisa at wadenurseconsultants.com and watch us next week. Catch us Monday, 5.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for a brand new episode of Should You Take That Case? Thanks for watching and listening to another episode of Should You Take That Case with your host, Lisa Wade, your friendly neighborhood legal nurse consultant. 
owner of Wave Nurse Consultants and creator of our private LinkedIn community, the Attorney Medical Record Resource Group. That is where we get all of our stellar attorney guests. The goal of our show is to be a resource for legal professionals who pursue medical cases by sharing their experiences and insights as defense or as plaintiff attorneys. You can catch prior episodes at www.wavenurseconsultants.com slash blog, on LinkedIn, and on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. Thank you for subscribing to our YouTube channel and sharing this show with others. 